Hello, my name is Francis Pinder and you are watching or listening to the Salesforce Posse podcast, where I speak to Salesforce industry influencers so we can gain a better understanding of how to excel in a career path from a Salesforce developer or admin to an architect. And in this conversation, I'm going to be talking to Vernon Keenan, who runs a great Salesforce DevOps website salesforcedevops.net, where you can get a better idea of the Salesforce DevOps ecosystem. But he's also worked as an industry analyst over many years and has a great insight into the Salesforce DevOps ecosystem. And I was following him live tweeting when Salesforce announced the Salesforce DevOps Center during Dreamforce this year. So if you're interested in Salesforce DevOps, want to learn about the Salesforce DevOps ecosystem, as well as value stream management, or just want to know how to get your hands on some free DevOps training, then I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this conversation with Vernon. So without further ado, let's go. So I'm here with Vernon Keenan, who is one of those kind of people in the Salesforce DevOps ecosystem that knows everything about DevOps. So Vernon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Francis. Honor to be here. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I really wanted to kind of pick your brains about the Salesforce ecosystem mm -hmm. and the tooling and things out there, as, as well as around um, the new kind of Salesforce DevOps tooling that's come out by Salesforce, Salesforce DevOps Center. And I know mm -hmm. you went to Dreamforce yep. and I missed out. Oh. And I was following your tweets <laughs> oh. <laughs> during the kind of the video. It was really good, really great. So thanks well, for thank that. Well, thank you. Thank uh, you. Appreciate that. But I think, yeah, just a little bit, I think where we start is really kind of your opinion on the state of DevOps, I suppose, in the Salesforce ecosystem and this mm. kind of new DevOps center that's kind of come out from Salesforce. Well, I think uh, basically DevOps is still getting a foothold in Salesforce. Mm. Uh, there is one key essential difference in developing systems based on Salesforce and and other SaaS systems such as, uh, you know, ServiceNow and, and, and all the others that basically you have a metadata layer of configuration mm. that's very complex and needs to be managed. And mm. so that has taken the development of something I call metadata intelligence on the Not part yet. of vendors who have kind of undertaken this kind of Herculean task of ingesting all of this uh, unbelievably complex XML data coming out of Salesforce through the, uh, through the APIs and putting it into some sort of graph database or some sort of uh, configuration mm -hmm. management system where they are able to use that information to do things like manage configurations and deployments and, mm -hmm. and other things like that. So it's th the management of the metadata has, has was impossible until these platform vendors created their products essentially. Mm -hmm. So it was the, uh, the emergence of, of auto rabbit and uh, blue canvas and Capato and Flowsome mm -hmm. and Gearset, those were the original ones who had yeah. uh, platforms. And so the platform is essentially uh, 
a uh, a separate SaaS system that exists to manage your operational SaaS systems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> which is a crazy concept, I, really. I think that's that's one of the key <laughs> concepts, really, to get across is that we've gone yeah. meta on SaaS here. Um, that the, yeah, you need another SaaS system to manage all your other SaaS systems. <laughs> and I always think I always find it really crazy. Almost you when you're going to go into a a company and they're so used to that kind of traditional approach of you write some code, you push it in production, right. it then doesn't change. You know, right? And the, now with these SaaS systems, yeah, it just turns things a bit upside down. Yeah, I think in in SaaS DevOps and Salesforce DevOps, the uh, the code artifact is not as stable or as important. You're exactly mm -hmm. right because uh, if you're building like a JavaScript or a Go or some sort of Kubernetes thing, uh, you're mm -hmm. you're in the world of what we call cloud native DevOps. Mm -hmm. So that's like the traditional DevOps, and and using that type of technology has uh, allowed companies to build big apps and so forth. But the thing that's nice about the code pipelines in those languages I mentioned is that they're very stable. You can usually go from a Git mm -hmm. archive and, and create a full deployment, which that's yeah. not really doable in Salesforce because of all the online interactions and special things mm -hmm. you need to do. If you're using uh, Salesforce experiences, for example, it's impossible. You have to do manual yeah. configuration. So, um, you know, there's that. Although they, were, they, they are improving it or trying to <laughs> in the releases yeah, to make yeah, it easier. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're trying to get better coverage with the metadata API. Yeah. And I think an interesting thing that's turning out now, I, I think, I'm not sure, but maybe one or two of the vendors is doing it. I was about to say Capato, but I'm not sure. But... Uh, they're using RPA now to do those impossible tasks. Do you know what I... So they're using so, robotic process automation, yeah. which is essentially a way that, okay, well, here's how you do that configuration with your mouse, you know. That's mm -hmm. how... You, and then the the RPA agent will watch you do that. And then... Yeah, and then, and then you can replay it. And then, and then it could be replayed by a, meta, by a deployment engine, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's some of. So we're not really doing that yet. So the state of Salesforce DevOps is kind of you know kind of blah or, or getting started because we don't have mm -hmm. full coverage. Uh, it's still very complex, and you have to use uh, one of these platforms in order to get uh, a workflow going through your organization. So that's really what they provide functionally for companies. Mm -hmm is, uh, you know, so a way to do branch-based management of new of new uh, projects and other, you know, ways to uh, do digital transformations, you know, to manage all the steps mm -hmm. along the way. You essentially need to be in that world of what we call uh, application lifecycle management. And yeah. You should interrupt me because uh, analysts have a, have a, a, a habit of just droning <laughs> <To> on. <talk. laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, it's all really, really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, like on your website, I kind of you got the um, your industry map, yeah. which I noticed, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, you've also got the kind of the layers of kind of areas where 
yep. the kind of Salesforce DevOps tooling can fit. Yep. And like, it's basically, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's kind of like, yeah, a stacked um, area, mm-hmm. you know, starting mm-hmm. off with, you know, executive stakeholder and governance and that kind of value stream mapping all the way right, down to right. repository management. We've been going like that. up the map so far in our discussion today. Yeah, I think we started at the bottom. That's <laughs> We've been right. moving up. That's right. So if we jump to the top, Mm-hmm. And kind of give um, so you got one of the areas is uh, your value stream ma- yep. uh, management. Yes, yes. And for those that are not too au fait of what a value stream management or value stream mm-hmm. planning is, mm-hmm. could you kind of give a little bit of a kind of a one hundred and one on that? Sure. Well, and how it relates. I mean, to this DevOps. goes back to the Toyota Kata. Um, yeah. So. Uh, this, uh, you know, the, the history on this is that in the 1970s and 80s, the United States uh, still kind of thumbed its nose at, well, it's more like the 60s, the U.S. thumbed its nose at the Japanese because, yeah. you know, we defeated them in the war and, oh, they made, made in Japan was, <laughs> was, a, was a terrible product, it was a terrible label back then in the 60s, it was like a joke, made in Japan, oh. But then in the 70s and 80s, anybody who was driving a Toyota was laughing at the Americans. And yeah. <laughs> uh, that created a manufacturing revolution around the world because people studied intensely what was going on at Toyota specifically. Mm. And out of that study and out of what they were doing at Toyota came a lot of the project management tools that we're using today. Mm. So the Kanban board, for example, was invented there. The idea of having cues in your Kanban board managed properly in order, so you don't get mm-hmm. work pileups among teams and you can have flow. That's another mm-hmm. thing. And then and pulling the cord to stop the right, construction. Right. The and on yeah. cord is what you're referring yeah. to there. Yeah. And that's, that's slack nowadays. Yeah. Basically, that you can have somebody pipe up and say, "Hey, there's something wrong with this with this uh, with this workflow on our on our yeah. digital transformation project," and swarming the issue to get it solved quickly. Correct, correct, and yeah. and these are all elements actually what are called what, of lean manufacturing or lean, mm. uh, uh, you know, management. I mean, to put words on these things is sometimes uh, useless because they all kind of filter down into the tools we're using today. Yeah. But uh, it, I think, uh, you know, that's that formed the basis of value stream management, because within uh, that management structure I was just telling you about is how uh, uh, Toyota would uh, create stream. A value stream is like a car. It's like, you know, that's mm-hmm. the thing you're putting out. And if you can measure all of the inputs and all of the uh, effort that goes into producing that particular value stream, then you have an idea of the enterprise value of that effort. So I think uh, value stream management is trying to put a process and an analysis tool in place to make sure that you have, that you're building the right thing that you're yeah, at the right time, at the right time. And, and the, you have a way to measure it. So, yeah. so what that then turns out is that DevOps turns out to be the instrumentation for value stream management. 
Yeah. The, the, what, how you get the benefit of s- speeding up that value chain by using the tooling. Right. So, yeah. so, so DevOps yeah. gives us the ability to manage that stuff because yeah. then we can use things like the Dora metrics and other things to, to measure productivity and effectiveness of teams within an organization. Yeah, so you can speed up that development, but without reducing quality, security, and all the other kind of metrics <laughs> around. Right, right. Yeah, right. with a door, yeah. And, and, yeah. and besides door metrics, you also want to put other key performance indicators and mm. uh, management uh, objectives and things like that on a dashboard. Uh, and I kind of, I always think that kind of value stream mapping in the kind of DevOps world, we kind of talk about it there, but actually... I kind of equally use it kind of in the Salesforce when you're building Salesforce, you know, Salesforce enhances that value stream in a business. And it's kind of very similar. It's, it's like, you know, you're using Salesforce to support the business and DevOps is supporting you create, you know, changes and, and, and business processes within Salesforce quickly and with good quality. So it's, the, I, I, so anyway, it's like value stream mapping in the Salesforce ecosystem is very undervalued, I think. <laughs> oh, tremendously undervalued. I think it's something that is um, better deployed in the cloud native world. Um, you have mm. companies like digital.ai, for example, mm. who have taken uh, value stream mapping and that kind of thing to a, a fine art almost uh, where they uh, have, uh, this is, you have companies nowadays who are kind of like born around these ideas. Mm. So they uh, use lean uh, um, attitudes and, and uh, uh, metrics and DevOps like techniques within their overall management structure. Mm. So DevOps can get elevated to that kind of level. And um, I think this also plays off um it's almost a separate subject from uh, from value stream, which I think you're right, uh, Francis. It's way undervalued, and I'll just mention that there are two companies, Capado and Opsera, who have uh, have offerings in this area. So I think if, yeah. if customers are looking for that, you might want to look at either one of those vendors. Uh, yeah, cool. But also, so when you were at Dreamforce, Salesforce yes. did announce yes. its DevOps center, yes, which, yes. Um, which I kept really announcing. want to get into. And <laughs> yeah, kept announcing. And so, you know, what is this kind of world of this kind of Salesforce DevOps platform? And, and do you see it as a disruptor to the rest of the ecosystem? Or is it going to support it? Or, or where do you think it fits? Well, I don't, I think the word is out, is not in yet on DevOps Center. It still is in beta, still hasn't been released Mm -hmm. as of this recording uh, in GA. So we're waiting for that. Um, I I think so I'm waiting for that to do like a formal review of it myself. So I'm still Mm -hmm. uh, kind of, I've looked at it and evaluated it and talked to uh, Karen Vidalik, the uh, product manager, and I've talked to uh, product managers at, at Prodly and at Elements Cloud who have mm. created integrations with DevOps Center. Yeah. So I think the thing that's important to realize about DevOps Center right now is that it's it's a tool. It's not a mm. uh, platform. So it doesn't exist within, uh, it's very hard to use it all by itself to create that flow I was talking about earlier. Yeah. So okay, do you see it, do you see it kind of moving into that platform arena as it matures? 
Well, um, I don't know. That see that that would be the crossing the line part. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I think they um, they have enough of a challenge getting rid of change sets. First of all. Yeah. <laughs> so I think people still use them. <laughs> th that is, yeah, people are still going to use them, but um, that's the mission of this product. So yeah. I think uh, it's an admin tool. It's it's a trailblazer ecosystem. It's a trailblazer community tool type of thing. Mm. It's okay. it, it exists um, very well in that admin ecosystem. So I think it's going to empower a lot of admins. And and when you look at the um, Salesforce ecosystem, of course, there's a distribution, right? So you mm. so you got the top ten thousand or twenty thousand. Uh, customers who are spending like a million dollars a year on Salesforce and the, they're the ones buying Capato and so forth. Yeah. And then you got, do you see the value in small? Yeah. The, as you come down the stack. Exactly. Exactly. So there's the fat middle, which is unserved mm. Mm. and DevOps center is great for that. So I think uh, right. I, 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 it's gotta work, you know, it's really, it's an important product that needs uh, support, you know, needs the deployment mm. uh, success and they they got to get it right so it's also very challenging it's on a four is it three years now i think or i think four years actually but yeah since they announced it yeah yeah so it is uh, way overdue um and we'll see the integration is kind of light it's, i think mm -hmm. it's very interesting what prodly did uh to to integrate with them uh, so, uh, what they did is they, they didn't really probably specialize in what I would call, um, I just added them to the DevOps platform list before I gave five names and mm -hmm. a few more have been added, <coughs> excuse me. And, uh, and that, uh, so, and people should go to the website and check the top products list to see all of the, uh, the top products, which includes probably now. And they specialize in what I called ancillary metadata, which is um, like if you're building a complex commerce system or you're building mm -hmm. a, uh, let's say, a, uh, 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 a CPQ, uh, price to quote mm -hmm. uh, system, there's a lot of extra data that goes along with that, like catalog data yeah. and so forth that has to be managed and changed. So they focused on that primarily, but now they've added something called application lifecycle management uh, or a feature that covers ALM in their new system, which is project management. And I'll talk a little bit about that next because I think that's super important. And mm. uh, so they can use DevOps Center now to manage regular metadata deployments as well. So before you couldn't do regular metadata deployments just with Proudly, and now you can. Oh, okay. So, and also, so is it the record-based kind of config migration as well as part of that as well? Exactly. Of that? Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, I think that's one of the, the, the challenges with some of those DevOps toolings is the, yeah, there's metadata migration, but some of the big app exchange apps are very heavy still 
kind of record-based config. So that is a challenge to move through environments. Exactly, and Prodly has application-specific templates yeah. for things uh, like Conga or whatever to and Encino or yeah, yeah to do that. Well, you better check. So <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. I know there's a couple of others that are doing like Encino and things like that. You know, right. uh, support. So yeah, but yeah. So on the ALM front, I think you know we were going up the stack, and in between all of the technology and all of that value stream stuff is application lifecycle management. And that's hmm. uh, super important in DevOps. And that basically is your management tool to make sure you're getting stuff done. And yeah. that typically is Jira. Hmm. So, exactly, yeah. so a lot of people use Jira as a management tool so you can break up your, this is where Agile comes into the whole formula of DevOps. Hmm. So uh, we're breaking up uh, uh, projects into uh, what do we call them epics and uh, mm -hmm. it's user stories and then you have all kinds of tasks to implement the different stories um, yeah. and then those tasks can basically map into then t uh, DevOps activities uh, that you can run on DevOps Center okay got you. so this and that's yeah Exactly. And, and uh, I just wanted to get in that Elements Cloud um, has a similar integration as well. And they're actually uh, more developed at the ALM stuff than Prodly is. Uh, they're like an ALM expert. Mm -hmm. So they're great for big companies who want to do big projects like I was talking about. Uh, helps you understand, gets your business analysis tied into your yeah, your process mapping and yeah, they're really good for that. And the DevOps. Yeah, absolutely. So if you were kind of a at that kind of lower end of the kind of spectrum and knowing that, you know, change sets are not working for you, um, based on the kind of the ecosystem of apps out there, where do you think is your kind of the first point of call of where you kind of learn more about DevOps or learn more about, you know, the tooling out there that could support speed up mm -hmm. your release process uh, into, into production? Well, like this isn't the chance to promote my website, salesforcedevops.net. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah As, which is a great website. Right. It's just got full of tools uh, categorized by various different things. But yeah, yeah, so they, they don't matter because uh, so you've done some um, interesting analysis as well. Sure, sure. Kind of and it, it happens to be the only one, uh, only independent source. So I think it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's why I started it because, uh, there was no independent source. Um, so there are a few independent sources. So I think I have to turn, uh, prospects here to a vendor and I don't have any problem, uh, recommending gear set as, mm. as a starting place. Yeah, so great guys. Yeah, no, I think the thing uh, I got to commend Gearset for is the educational component of yeah. their marketing. So, uh, what's it called? DevOps Landing Pad or something uh, is a free site for learning about Salesforce DevOps. Yeah. So, it comes highly recommended. And uh, they, do the thing where you've got a SaaS system managing your other SaaS systems. Um, and uh, I think maybe they could be faster or maybe there's other, you know, 
complaints or things, but um, as a company, I think uh, they're on a rocket ship, and it's that's. Yeah. I mean, you're in the UK. They they got to be notable over there. Yeah, they're just down the road, pretty much. But yeah, and also actually, they've just moved into the kind of backup space as well um, within Salesforce, which I think kind of also kind of links that you know record based config, yeah. you know, sandbox seeding space, which is all you know an important part of that DevOps piece, I think as well. You're right. You're right. And uh, by the way, all those categories you mentioned are on the map. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely head to it, head mm -hmm. to the website. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of use it as my little reference guide as well. Uh, SalesforceDevOps.net, brilliant resource. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Francis. <laughs> it, is, it is really good. It's been a joy. Uh, and also, yeah, no. So is there anything else that you want to talk about? Oh, we, well, I'm, I have a, a course coming up. Uh, as well, we're developing oh, a, video, a video course to kind of go through the map and to talk about some of the concepts we talked about today, such awesome. as uh, deep dive yeah, into yeah. Uh, history of DevOps, um, uh, how to use DevOps, uh, and I'll go through the. Uh, there's now seven DevOps platforms. Uh, so, so is the best point of call if you want, if you want to call to contact is, is dive onto the site and subscribe to your newsletter that or is exactly it hit the yeah, hit that brilliant. big old subscribe button put your email in and uh you'll be my friend forever <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. and of course there's oh. a twitter uh salesforce devop os and uh right cool. linkedin it's uh vernon keenan v-e-r-n-o-n k-e-e-n-a-n brilliant well, thanks so much for this little dive into the DevOps ecosystem. I think it's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Francis. It's great being here. <laughs> thanks a lot. See you soon. Thanks for watching or listening to the Salesforce Posse podcast. Now, please, 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 if you like or what you see or hear, then please rate this podcast in your podcast player as it tells me that there are people out there that actually are listening to this and that it's useful to them. Also, it helps the podcast algorithms to kind of elevate the podcast in the different podcast directories, which will be really helpful for me as well. And finally, if you do have a question that you want to ask on the podcast, then head to salesforceposse.com slash message and maybe you'll appear in the next podcast. But apart from that, thanks for listening. And until next time, ta-ta.